This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard and alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. Hey, good day everybody. All right, we are back. It's another episode of Question Time. But before we get there, Rookie Takes, uh, if you're a new listener to the show each week, uh, patrons are allowed to send in screenshots of some of the worst or most cooked uh, rugby league opinions of the week. Uh, we nominate the best five. You vote on them. Last week's one was Cameron George for his quotes about Dylan, Far- uh, Dylan Walker. Sorry, if you want to go back and read them, listen to last week's Question Time. Uh, but we've got a fresh new five coming at you. And again, I will stress to people that we try to not have many like, like overtly like disgusting or upsetting things this year because it's not really funny and it's not really in the spirit of the game. So we're trying to have more sort of game related stuff than sort of like, you know, you get Jack DeBellin or Latrell Mitchell type thing. You can work out what I mean by those. Um, anyway, so first one, we've got uh, Falcon Punch 89. A rare, a rare miss from him. Usually a good tweeter, but uh, yeah. HIA is a safety theater. They make rugby league 0% safer. They do not release since they don't reduce instances of head contact at all. They are concussion equivalent of wearing a mask as you leave the restaurant, but not the hour you were sitting there eating. Rugby league is not a safe activity. Players accept this to make rugby league a safe enough activity. You would need to remove all entertainment value from the sport. HIA's is fantasy deck chair shuffling, having an appearance of doing something. Look, there is, there is some truth to some of the take. Yeah. But yeah, you just don't. Why bother? <laughs> Why bother? If you called it airport security, I would have been on board. Yeah, like I do understand there is it, a lot of it is safety theater, but it, half half the things we do in public eye is theater and optics mm. and garbage. Washing your hands, for example. <laughs> exactly. No need to do that. So, no. The science, all, the science doesn't back it, mate. Doesn't. <laughs> um, all right. We got uh, so Benny Quags tweeted that there should be a triple header on Sunday instead of the shit house Friday six pm slot. Good take. To which Mitchell Oliver replied, that's a bit too similar for the AFL for my liking, sorry. But then the kicker is that this guy seems to have an AFL Guernsey on in his display picture. So so he doesn't I, want the I, AFL to be copied or something. I guess. Very weird opinion. I would like three games on Sunday. I don't well, know. I don't Actually, even... I don't dislike the Friday 6pm game as much as other people seem to. No, well, you see, I've um, I've paid such a little attention to AFL these days. Like I used to, five years ago, 10 years ago, a lot more attention just for the competing sake as well. I had no idea they have three Sunday games. I Wasn't didn't a... know that was like a set in stone thing. But yeah, yeah there so... seemed to always be a game on at like 9 p.m. on a Sunday if I'm at a pub. Yeah, I just Googled now. They have a, a 1 o'clock, 1.10, a 3.20, and a 6.20. But they only have one Friday. But I, I, I don't know. The Friday system I can deal with. I actually like. I understand why it's there. Because, again, we're a watch sport more than we are an attended sport. And... For watching, I'm telling you, I actually prefer this Friday 6 p.m. Uh, I like it. I don't mind it. Um, I would like a 7 and a 9 p.m., but I'm not a child like the rest of you who want to go to bed. <laughs> I'm happy for 7 and 9 p.m. kickoffs on a Friday, but everyone can't handle a late kickoff after 8 p.m. Fuck them kids. Yeah. Exactly, um, this but... one's an anonymous post from a Facebook group. <laughs> I've emailed Andrew Abdo. <laughs> started well and pointed out that i know the nrl is corrupt i've also threatened that if it isn't fixed i'll personally see to it that thousands of fans will walk from the game i'll advertise on every avenue possible that the game is corrupt and i stated that i don't care if it puts the game into disrepute every avenue with what money all of them 
I like it. I want to this see. It's like happen. the internet equivalent of one of those lunatics that just hands out like conspiracy theories outside of, outside the stadium on like. Very I want to see it happen. Go on. Me too. Uh, <laughs> you would. You wouldn't. You. You won't. Go ahead. Do it. Like I pointed out, I know they're not corrupt. Like what? What have you pointed out? Ah, uh, uh, the refs, mate. I I love it though. I have. I actually have seen a um. I guess it's a long time since now, but I've seen some of the emails the NRL get. And years ago, I got one for like stats, and mate, they people do ha- send them harebrained theories. It's not a lie. It, were you getting them from like super coach nerds that were like, no, upset? it was like because my mates some, at Fox Sports used to get those all the time. Oh, I know, but no, it was like a, a guy comp- complaining about try a try assist, but it wasn't for ah, that reason. Shit. It was for it was for integrity reasons. Okay, because he right. believed it was one. <laughs> oh well. And then it was like, but, but it was like, and he, and, he, and he compared the stat collectors to Jack DeBellin. Yeah. That um, Jack DeBellin gets punished, but the stat collectors get away with it. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay. so we should no fault stand down. Any, any casual employer who doesn't agree with your definition of a try assist, no fault yes. stand down. Correct. Um, also, I should know, we got some DeBellin and uh, George Burgess takes nominated. So I just didn't include them because whatever. But uh, Gold Coast Anthony. Bro, you mightn't like Morrison as PM, but let the bloke enjoy the footy, for fuck's sake. Not the only politician to go to sporting events. People acting like he's going to the games just for political reasons. Like, for fuck's sake, he's just watching live footy like any of us do. Just guys being dudes. I added the last line. But um, if you don't think Scott Morrison attends sporting events for political reasons, you're a fucking idiot. Like, you're you're very stupid. Yeah, I mean, we actually see other people going to... Yeah, that's because the politicians are doing it for the same reason. But we... Like, this has been so public for... Scott Morrison, the people like that Bungard, and I'm sure Anthony's a nice fella. I've not had an issue with him. I've followed him for a long time, whatever, but it's just like yeah. head in the sand type of thing. Yeah, like I agree with that. I don't think this is coming from a place of malice. It's, but he, it's the same just, thing when Morrison went to Hawaii and you had people go, oh, why shouldn't he have a holiday? And it's like, that's not, it's not really that simple. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, but he's, he's allowed one with his wife and kids. Well, he's had like five this year. So yeah, he is yeah. allowed one, but not this one. But yeah, it's, it's, one, it's one of those things, mate. It's like, it's Google... Scott Morrison, Cronulla Sharks, and like every response, is like, oh, he's a fake Sharks fan. Like, it's all part of the image. He only became a Sharks fan when he won the electorate, electorate down there. Yeah. There's his biography or whatever from like Born 10 in years the ago. eastern suburbs, loved rugby union, all yes, his old he, tweets about supporting the fucking Western Bulldogs in the AFL yeah. for some and fucking reason. And he has reason. like, I remember people have his resume from years ago, right? And he listed interests and he listed like, because it wouldn't say be on your resume, but and this is, he listed his interests, listed mm. the sports he liked. Rugby league wasn't one of them, and the teams he supported, the Sharks and Bulldogs, Western Bulldogs. And I can't. That part doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and the the it's not sports washing, you know, but it's like <laughs> the, the way he he puts the Sharks in, like it's to make him seem like that everyday bloke you fall for that scomo thing. It's like he did it in like his first speech as prime minister, you know, like go Sharks and stuff, mm. and it was perfectly crafted like all the other stuff he does. He's not just going let him just enjoy the footy. It's like not any politician to go to sporting events. No one said that, but the other one, a lot of the other ones, mate, we knew they were sports fans already. Yeah. There's all these you tweets. Know? Like there's actually a really good junkie article that came out a few months ago. If you just type in Scott Morrison, Western Bulldogs into your Google machine, it'll be the first result. Yeah. And it's collated a lot of these things. Like there's old tweets of his from 09, 10, 11, just talking yeah. about AFL, how he doesn't really like the NRL that much. There's literally one that says, uh, hang on. There's one, th- this one literally word for word says, uh, I'm more of a rugby fan, but naturally when it comes to the NRL, the Sharks have my loyalty. Yeah. 
Okay. And then there's one of them talking about how like the AFL Grand Finals, but I'm a rugby oh. guy, but I like the AFL Grand Final. Yeah, That's rugby what? will always be my game, but AFL Grand Finals are going to show on it. It's like it's just all complete bullshit. Like everything that guy does, I don't want to get too into it. I think most people who listen to show agree with us anyway. But like, literally everything this guy does is performative. Yes, and, and if, I, if you I, like, sorry, him, I, I should, I shouldn't have, called, I shouldn't have, called, I shouldn't have said you're an idiot if you don't understand that, because a lot of people do take everything that people do on face value, for better or worse. They just think that he goes to the footy because he likes the footy, and he went to Hawaii because he wanted to get away with Jenny and the girls. But everything this guy does, well, apart from Hawaii, because he didn't want to be photographed doing that. It's so everything this guy does, where he gets layer. photographed, that it's all so transparent. Like when he's out there running the water for the PM's 13 and all this nonsense. He doesn't have time to go and meet with Grace Tame after she wins Australian of the Year and wants to voice a but he's got time to go to 75 Sharks games a year. There was a state election on the night this game was on in South Australia, yeah. but he knew they were going to get booted out in South Australia. He knew they were going to get their asses kicked, and they did. So he, did, he wasn't anywhere near it. Yeah, but he's it's like people give him credit, and they think there's more to it than there is. Oh, no, he would have been shot. No, it's like he... The depth of Scott Morrison is the skin on a pudding, mate. It yes. is one level. It's like you pop that. Oh, he's a fraud under there. It's like, yeah, that's what's underneath that. The that only thing he skin. stands for is himself and keeping himself yeah. in the job that he has and making him look at this relatable daggy dad from the Shire who loves cooking curries and cheering for the Sharkies. Fuck him. Anyway, last yeah. rookie take from Elvie. I know it was a charge down. Oh, here we that go. Was off his forearms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Elvie. God. This fucking guy. <laughs> I know it was a chance down, but that was off his forearms, wasn't it? Is that not a knock-on? What was every other charge? I know you've watched footy for like your whole life. No, How are you asking this question? He's like the guy that goes on the broadcast who didn't watch the games all week. That's LV for every non-Knights game. Oh, okay. But I mean, surely he's seen it. Presumably he's seen a charge down at some point. Yeah, like, I mean... I, I don't want to spend I, too much time talking about that dude no, or, or but, insulting him, but yeah. That might win. I don't know. We've seen a, really a charge amp. They almost all with the forearms. Very <laughs> strong contenders this week. All five of them. Good round of rookie takes. And if you want to vote on those rookie takes, you must remember our Patreon student service. As we mentioned on the last show, we, pa- we passed 200 patrons this week. We can't thank you guys enough for supporting us. And if you want to be a part of that, road to 300 and more. You can do so at patreon.com. Forward slash NRL rookies, you get entry into the Culture Train Cup, uh, access to our Discord server. As, as we mentioned just there, you get to nominate for rookie takes, priority at question time, which we're about to jump into. And there's new merch coming very, very soon. And a special thank you to Chris Abdel, Dave, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Wayne Ritchie, Alex Sergicomi, Anthony Anger, Ben Wallace, Butsy, Ken Beswick, Dan Cullinan, Doc Hogg, an anonymous backer, Frankie, Jace G, James K, Jason, Jez, Joel Wrigley, Joey Gooch, Josh Brandon, Josh Tomo 98, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, Lifelong Dolphins fan, Maddie Jenkins, Matt Coleman, Matthew Duggan, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins, my ding dong is hard and I'm sad, never trendy, party keg, Pete Bullshirt, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Schneiderfield score, Seymour Butts, Simo, Stephen Hickey, Swarzy, Ty, TV, the black vegetable, the human ice cream, the not so mature age student, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, and Woz. Thank you so much for your support to everyone who just listens and to everyone in the lower tiers. Thank you as well. Mitchell, without any further ado, let's get into the questions. Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have any questions. Question time over on patreon.com forward slash rookies. You want to guarantee your question gets answered. We're not doing any yeah. of the Twitter ones this year at all, I don't believe. I don't plan to. We anyway. don't have time. No, we don't. Well, or we haven't got time for you people. We now have 200 oh, pages. No, no, I, I have time for everyone who listens to this show, but we quite literally, the show would go for four hours if we answer every yeah. question at this point. Uh, Sam Stevens, this, this is a good question. 
this is probably going to put you on the spot. I've got the same one as well. But he says, what is your top three favorite South v. Roosters games? And what is your all-time favorite Roosters win over? Wow. Okay. Um, All right. So the latter part of that question is actually pretty easy because it's a game I still look back on with a lot of fondness, even though we lost. And it's round one, 2013, when... Oh, sorry. Round one, 20... Yeah. Chrisander. No. what Round one, 20... No, remember 2011. Round one, 2011. So, yeah, because Chrisando played. So, it wasn't 2012 because Adam Reynolds was there. Um, round one, 2011. Souths were down, I think, by 20, 24 points at one point. And they came back. Chrisando scored a 100-meter try. Uh, and then he was uh, to tie the game. And then he was too tired to kick the conversion attempt. So, Isaac Luke had to take it. And he missed. And then we kicked a field goal to go up 29-28. But then they scored two tries in the last two minutes to win 40-29. to I think that's a score of Hmm. Um, so that's my favorite Roosters win in, in the rivalry. Uh, my favorite three of all time, number one, number one and number two are very easy. I'm not sure which order. Actually, all three are very easy. So number one, number one is, number one and number two, are, number three easily is when we put 60 on them with the Alex Johnston uh, under eights try two years ago in the last round of the season to get him the points. Very, that's number three. Very easy, number three. Honorable mention to the game where Cristiano kicked a field goal from halfway in Golden Point. That's another really good one. Also honorable mention to last year's round 26 game, we put 50 on them. But the top two by a considerable distance are, of course, the Monday Night Miracle. You can take me now. I've seen it all. And, of course, the 2014 prelim final where I knew Souths were going to win the premiership because they were going to steamroll whoever won the other prelim out of the Bulldogs and the Panthers. So I think in the moment, in the moment, 2012, that round, that Monday night game, I went ape shit. That's probably the most hog wild I've ever gone at an NRL game. But with the benefit of hindsight, the prelim has to be number one. And the Monday night miracle is number two. Yeah. Well, he's, he's asked me the same question. So yours are great answers because you've had a great rivalry and stolen some games. And he asked me the same question for the Broncos and the Cowboys. And the thing people don't understand about the Broncos and Cowboys rivalry is that it didn't really exist. Like, we, we did have a small rivalry, but it didn't really exist till 2014, 2015. Mm. It just didn't. Like, we had one, right? And the Cowboys, in, during their existence, hadn't beaten us from 1995 through to 2004. They beat us for the first time in 2004. So it was a big, but little other thing. But honestly, we dominated them for so long. It wasn't a thing until that little period. So my favorite games are only that little period, really, because... Mm. You know, we, we de- Good Friday them. 2016. That was a sick game. Yes, that is my number one. That's uh, with the Milford uh, to uh, James Roberts, like scrum try from our end and the Milford we field goal. We watched that at the Rose in Redfern after yeah. we went to the and, Bulldog uh, South game. It's good day. We've got like Corey Park kicked like a million penalty goals in that game. And we had a, we weren't, that back one wasn't that crash shot in the game. Eden and Maranta were the wingers. Not great. So that's the favorite one. Uh, and then other than that, like really, there isn't a lot of crackers that my team won. <laughs> you know, like we didn't win the grand final. They, they won the grand final. Uh, I think it was, is it 2017? What about the round uh, one of the semis in the in 2015? Yeah, that's, another, I was going to say, it's number three. But uh, I think the other one is um, uh, 2017, I think round two was it? No, I've got a different round. I'm trying to think what the game went. Um, I, can't, I can't remember off the top of my head now which year it was when, when Panguy just sunned uh, Tamalolo. Uh, it was 20, oh, uh, uh, was that 2018. Okay. 2018, I had the wrong one on there, round two. So not two different round. That was my second one. And then, yeah, beating them in a final, I guess. Mm. So lose, we lost them in the final. So, they, like, yeah, we beat them and in the And your favourite game, game that we lost, the you lost like, to them? 
I mean, they, we had a couple of, you know, everyone has had some good ones. We still do have pretty close contests. Like last year, we won one. They won one by one, and they came back and beat us. A lot of these games, you look back through them, uh, Broncos halftime leading into Hang on. the Cowboys winning. Can what? this be correct? What? So I was going to nominate the 04 semifinal as my favorite Cowboys win over Brisbane, but that 10 0 game that Wayne Bennett inexplicably allowed to move to Townsville. Yes. According to Rugby League Project, that was the first time they ever beat you. I said that to you. Yeah, that was. That's insane. I said that. They haven't beat us in 2004. Yeah. That, I thought you were that's like it. exaggerating. Like, no, you were like, no. they'd never beaten us in that period. So it was like that me. was. It was like a storm. South thing, holy shit! So like, so like, it was a big win for them, right? But it wasn't like yeah. a rivalry thing for us. That's not a rivalry, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and well, if you look I mean, at that I, I would argue that, that day. Oh. I, I will add, I will point out to you though, Mitchell. Um, in my lifetime, mm. Souths didn't beat the Roosters until I was sixteen. So but it's different because thing. they were around <laughs> all time. Yeah, it's but different. like, it, I'm obviously not going to pick. The fucking yes. major semi-final from 1933 is my But fucking... you knew it was a rivalry, right? It was yeah, a rivalry yeah, yeah. from the day you were alive. Actually, that's it a good was... point. Because, like, you kind of had it... Up until the grand final, you kind of had a soft spot for the Cowboys, if anything. Oh, no. It was about 2014 I stopped getting the yeah. soft spot. And I Brig- soft Briggs- spot then. Briggsy was the same. Like You and Briggs yeah. are the two biggest Broncos fans I know. You both quite liked the Cowboys. because, yeah, like, they anything. never beat us. You yeah. know, then they, they did win it matter. They did win that 2004, right? But that 2004 grand like, semi, they beat us in, like, that was one of those years that Brisbane had fallen apart. You know, Ben Eichen played his last ever NRL game that year. And he played hooker. That's how about how injured they were at that final. Like they had that, that finals team, like whatever. Mm. That was also Gordon Tallis' last game when he got benched, which was not, not but great. But there anyway, was a period, was... there was a period though where like mm. from like 2015 to 2017, 18. Yeah. We're like Souths were very, very bad at that time too. So when I watched Broncos Cowboys games, I was like, this is a different sport. Like this is not what I'm watching every week. Like Dude, that, it was just... it was weird because it was so intense and played such a hot it was always played high energy. Like mm. they all felt like finals. All of them. And they all had this way of being within a score in the game. Like in that period, you know, you mentioned that the grand final one point, Brisbane's win in uh in Easter next uh, good Friday next year, one point. They lost again in May by one point. They lost again in the finals by six points. Uh, the following year, they lost by one point, and then we beat them by ten. That was like, oh my god, you know. And then again, we beat them by four points. But that little period there, it was like all close games, mm. all crackers, right. and, and all of them, the Broncos had the ascendancy at some point, which was made yeah. it worse. I mean, S- Sam's never going to get dethroned as the question asker of the year, is he? He's not. Uh, D. Loverick. Loverich, I don't, I don't know which one that is. Loverich, I'm guessing. With with South's latest struggles, we prefer a forward pack of post ACL surgery, Palosia and Carrigan, or Murray and Arrow. <laughs> is this gonna? Uh, if you keep winning games, am I gonna have to keep dealing with things like this? It's gonna, things are a lot worse for you, apparently. Ah, okay. <laughs> well, uh, I, I redact mean, all of my goodwill towards you and your team. Yeah, Paddy Carrigan evolution. That was the second week. I still don't like. By the way, they don't take him off until he fucks up. It's like. You take the guy off before he fucks up, not go, oh, he fucked up, he's tired. You know, it's like, don't wait till Pat Carrigan's a penalty away to take him off at the 30. But that's good gear from uh, Loverich. I mean, I'm not, not a big fan of uh, Palacé is okay. He'll be back to the bench soon. Next question. With 125 metres, two tackle breaks, an offload, 27 tackles, none missed. None missed. 34 minutes of footy off the bench. Why is nobody talking more about Matt Croker? Uh, Stu, Matt Croker got a lot of mentions at the pub on Sunday. We couldn't stop talking about Matt Croker at the pub. <laughs> that was because I picked him in a roar ball and Mitch called me a coward. And an argument ensued about how to play the game. 
right way. <laughs> How the game is to be intended to be played, yeah. the spirit yeah. of the game. Am I am I the equivalent of like am I the guy that introduced the wrestle into a roar ball? Yeah, you that made by picking plotters that no one's ever heard of. Well, no, yeah, then he, well, you picked then the he, bench then player on thirty four of your plan. Then I watched him, and he was really good, and he nearly scored. He got tackled like an, a meter out, and I was yeah. like, oh shit, this guy's actually decent. I never heard of him until this game, but he played well. He did, but uh, yeah, he was he was pretty good. Uh, and this is how do I say this one? Adrich, Adrich, a lot of lot of chitches. I think it's Adric. Adric. Yeah. Uh, if you're a coach, would you be a sideline or a box coach? Um. Uh, only like, I mean, you just have to look at the coaches. Like all the passion merchants are the ones that sit on the sideline, and all the actual good coaches sit in the box. So box. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I think, I think box. Because it's one of those things that when I go to the footy, you get a better view of the game. Sideline yeah. is a bit vibes, but it's like box, whatever. I don't know. Maybe I start the first half in the box, second half sideline. Anyway, over onto Discord. Uh, oh, date, 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 scroll back. Uh, Maddie McP25. Ah, uh, the real South back. What the? F- well, you know what? You stopped supporting the Dragons, and now they're good again. So screw you. This is a good question from Ben Quagliata. Did South carry momentum into Golden Point? <laughs> See, they did, they I took. A, I didn't. somehow, against all odds, <laughs> took a W out of that game on Thursday night because every asshole and their dog was like, "Oh, South have all the momentum going in extra time." What happened? First possession, drop the fucking ball and lose. How good momentum. momentum? Shut they the lost fuck it. up. Fuck off. They no, lost momentum. I might have lost on the field, but the anti-momentum agenda rides high. Uh, we did it again. Was that this one just after last week's podcast? But I guess we'll, yeah. we'll make, mention it now. Because this has been a storyline for the last few months, he said, Dave Riccio has stated that Tamalo deal is a failure as he's yet to deliver a premiership to the North, even though this would be year five of the deal. With the player turnover the Cowboys have had in those years, plus a change in coach and rules, do you think it's a fair assessment of a player who only does do so much for a team? Um, well, didn't someone find a screenshot of the same journalist a year ago saying it was a great contract? Probably, but the, the dumb thing is saying he failed to deliver a premiership. Again, it's it's That's, never one person's job to do that. What the fuck does that mean? Again, who won the comp last year? Actually, bad example because Isaiah Joe is very important to what they do and Jason no, but, can't do that. But it's like, but, okay, if they um, paid him like $3 million of the salary cap, yeah, you probably expect he had to deliver your premiership then. He got paid a million like he would have paid anywhere else. Like, Do you think that like the Storm wouldn't have won the comp in 2020? Without with, with with him playing lock for them, like they, they still do. Like Dalton yeah, is I mean, a good player, but sorry, twenty twenty one doesn't work because I yeah, so awesome. yeah, but it's it's fine. Like it's just it's been a really dumb narrative since last season. He had a down year last year. We've covered that. He'll never be as good as he was again. He won't be. That's just how people's athletic primes work. Mm. But the stupid shit that like he has to get out of North Queensland. Why? Why would he leave? He's not going to get paid a million then, dollars anywhere else. These journalists keep saying he's going to leave and there's some fake rift there. Why is he both a contract they should get rid of, but also a club that someone else should sign him? Like, they want someone else to sign with a million dollars as well? I don't get it. Like, whatever. And I, it's just dumb. It's, it's always this stuff when you're a million-dollar man in air quotes, and especially when you're one they can focus in on. Luke Brooks is a $900,000 man. No one gives a fuck. You know, like no one gives a fuck. It's a pass off and be shit house. Like Tommy Turbo and Jason Tamalo are targets because their team lost round one. So stupid. And like Tamalo yeah. is not, he hasn't played the big minutes. Who gives a shit? Like he's not the guy he was. 
He still played pretty well this week and all right last week. He's fine. He's still good. I think the 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 talk on him has got fucking ridiculous. Uh, it's fair. It's it's it goes back to the rhetoric we talked about in the previous episode. It's just stupid. It's not his one job to win a premiership, you know. It's all their jobs. Anyway, Brenton Sloan is rugby league back. I think it kind of is. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty great so far. I like the Landers admission. Oh, maybe we got a little, the balance a little wrong last year. It was funny, but whatever. It, yeah, it's a bit more balanced now. But I think, what is it? Like 11 of the 12 games have gone unders, I think, which mm. is good. What a, what a shock. I had a much more good time at the footy. In a, even my team was never comfortable against the dogs. Love that game being there. Intense, gripping the whole time. Far more exciting for most people than, than a blowout, even though the blowout would have been enjoyable for one team's fan base, you know? Anyway, um, Snyder Pilled Scores. Why is everything so much more enjoyable in 2020? Is it because of better roster management from all clubs? Yes, yes that's exactly what it is. Uh, Mario C, the, the way things stand right now, if the Dolphins avoid, avoid the spoon next year, is it the greatest coaching performance in league history? Yeah. No. Uh, but we'll see who, who they get next year. Like, They'll end up with fielding an okay-ish team. I do think that. It might not be great, but okay-ish can jag a few wins. It would have been probably worst sides put out there in the last 20 or 30 years. I mean, South came back into the competition. They got the spoon, obviously, but they came out of the competition with a team that nobody wanted to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Ben Quelliata, uh, would you say the salary cap has brought back the bad teams, brought the bad teams back up? Oh, definitely. Solved in one year. Yeah. I mean, it's remarkable, isn't it? What a blow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Rough Belly asks, what is the most cooked name pronunciation? Bonus round for non-blockers. Are you saying the worst someone said someone's yeah. name? Well, I mean, we you got to bring back the Rand Rand drop for new listeners. Yeah. I'll have to cut it in after this. But uh, the the worst one, it's... For me, it's just in my head every time this stuff comes up now is Kendrick Perkins at the NBA draft last year bottling Moses Moody like 17 Yo, times that was, in a row. that was great. Mo- um, Moses Mo- Moody, Moses. <laughs> we forgot Oshay Ole, by the way. Oshay Ole, where was that? Well, when Volandi said Oh, wait, Oshay oh, wait. Ole. Say, yeah, yeah, I haven't forgot. I was just saying someone asked a question. I was like, what? <laughs> like, no, Oshay. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, right. Oshay no. Ole was the best because like he made pig Latin out of Josh Alloway. <laughs> Oshay. Um, I can't think of like the semi Randra is the obvious one. Who else the names him really, really messed up? I don't know. Uh, Some of them. Semi Randra trying the chip and chase. Oh no, it's semi Radradra. Radradra's away. Semi Radradra. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh yes, it will. Yes, semi Randra. Absolutely buried it. Anyway, Snyderfield scores. Is this manly side better than the 1999 Western Suburbs Magpies? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Mario says, turns out having trash at 3, 4, 6, 9, 13 is not a good recipe for rugby league success. Who knew? (laughs) Yes, he's throwing Jake in there. Like Jake being the bigger target than fucking Ben Tapao and the other ones. Like, I, again, I'm not a Jake Turbo fan, but it's just funny how he's now become lumped in with Brad Parker, Morgan Harper, Lachlan Croker, and Kieran Foran, I guess, is in there as well. But, geez. Uh, 
Brenton Sloan, why are Raiders fans never ever allowed to have nice things? Uh yeah, that does suck. Yeah. Uh, oh, Chanks Bro says, who's two to five played worse? Canberra yeah. or Souths? He said a lot of things about the Raiders backline to me on Sunday. So I'm led to believe that they must have played worse. Well, South still scored three. Tr- like, yeah. Campbell Graham Campbell, played pretty yeah, well. Campbell Graham alone outperformed the, all of the uh, the Raiders backline. So has to be the Raiders. They were terrible. Uh, the Adam Clune era. Parramatta fans just watched their team be outscored four tries to two by a fairly mediocre looking shark side. The week after needing to be battered by the referees against what looks like a bad Titan side. Would you say it's time for Eels fans to crack each other's heads open and feast on the goo inside? Who's feeling themselves more after two weeks? Knights fans or Broncos fans? That's the real. We're both feeling it's good. Well, I, I did say in preseason I picked the Eels to do well. And I did say I've like never been right on out of all the teams we predicted. I've never been right on them, so it was a bad sign. I, I came around on them being good. It was a very bad sign for the Eels fans, but I don't know. I, they haven't looked great for two weeks. They got like, uh, Moses and Marnie have played well, which is weird for the team not to look that great. But maybe they get Brown to be back fitter now, Madison back. I don't know. I think Steve will make a big difference too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That doesn't help too, having <laughs> Bailey Simonson on one wing and then losing Dunst and losing Sean Russell. Not great. Uh, Adam's next question, <laughs> Harvey G, it is Is there a better right edge in rugby league right now than Clifford, Frizzell, Gagai, and Young? Feel free to make reference to the right edge of the Shugs in your answer. I hope he he sees this, you fucking lose. I did see this. He was one of the ones that was on your side, you thought. So he switched. I knew Frizzell, Uh, Gagai, Young would get him. He's he's not high class enough to be a fighting mongoose's pin. Uh, Gagai's had one of the most interesting careers with public perception. I forget who I drafted. How do I look at that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the internet I don't know internet I don't fucking run uh, the website anyway uh, I can send you that after but it's fine okay uh, the guy has had an interesting career that he's been overrated to underrated almost his entire career and never once been perfectly rated I think hey. he's perfectly rated right now I think he's got a little overhyped again but what you know what will happen is the one day, you know, sometimes he has those gays in defense. He misses like three terrible, embarrassing tackles. Yes. You have one of those people will go the other way again quickly. He just, people oscillate on Gagai so fast. But he's now hit that point. People, when you're like 30 plus and you have a good year, people just accept you good all of a sudden. But yeah, he's been cracking for the Knights in two games. Uh, Corey Goats, having four of the top six teams being non-Sydney teams, is it time to remove South in the comp again and add another Brisbane team? What's happening this week? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like the podcast has gone back three, four years. He, he's a Leeds fan. Why is he turning on me? We're supposed to be alive. <laughs> uh, Snyder Pilled scores back again. What percentage of Dolphins fans next year will just be Dragons fans that have had enough? <laughs> well, well, at least, well, I know like three Dolphins fans. Hmm. Based on that, 33%. <laughs> Uh, V8 Tiger asks, what's the rugby league equivalent of a basketball reference or stat muse, i.e. a really usually fr- user-friendly site for player stats? Do you think the NRL is way behind US sports in those terms? Well, there is no equivalent. Should be one. Uh, the NRL site should be one, but it's not. Uh, but it's very far behind, obviously. But things like what, what we're missing there and things you mentioned, basketball reference and stat muse are not the NBA. You know, and there's just not enough commercially in it for someone else to go and do that in bas- in, in NRL. Like someone went and did that kind of thing in the NRL. First, they had to buy all the stats, cost a shitload, or collect them themselves somehow. 
developed the website, whatever, and then Barcelona Reference exists of selling the advance pass. Like, no one's buying that for NRL. It's just it's not, not enough. Not enough. It's like it's not because like the the basketball reference one goes back forever, right? The, mm. And same with pro football reference. Pro football, I actually don't use. I use Beeble Ref all the time. I never use pro football ref, but it goes back forever. And there's so much more data, more games, more interesting things in that than rugby league data is really. We're very yeah. far behind. Wish it was closer, but uh, StatMuse, like mate, that's a, a a query engine. They kind of. I love StatMuse as well. They that would rugby league for that. Like it. it you'd probably be better off when Amazon or Google have the technology to overlay it over things than anyone ever developing for rugby league. Never going to have, no one's going to do it for rugby league for ages. Um, Rough belly. You have a friend new to NRL and you want to sell them on why they should follow a team. Both are real answers and meme answers. What would you say? For example, Penrith, mm-hmm. both city and team have long history of mediocrity and being disparaged about local juniors, great characters, workhorses turned premiership, Premier positional players and premiership winning prop. My other brought the club a recent mediocre rise. Meme answers, perpetual little man syndrome. Example, Dolphins, long, long prestigious history of the legacy of the God. Um, Are you okay? Oh, well, it was the way you, you read that. There's like 15 You're- dashes in it. I was like, you have a friend new to NRL and you want to sell them on why they should follow any team. Both no, are real they're, answers they're and the answers. It's fine Parentheses. doesn't have to be every team. Example, Penrith. Both city and team have long history of mediocrity and being disparaged, but local juniors, great characters, workhorses turned premier positional players and yeah. premiership winning prop Matt Eisenhuth have brought the club a recent meteoric yeah, rise. Yeah, this is where lost, lost me the little man syndrome. Example, the Dolphins. Long prestigious legacy yeah. of the... Ugh. Let's see Reed Mitchell. No, it's ah. not. The last one. Oh! <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, are you not answering that question out of protest? I was too busy reading it to understand the question. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, like you have to introduce it to, exactly. There you go. I just read the fucking NRL. words. All right. I'm, I'm like Ron Burgundy. I read whatever's on the yeah, screen. It's fine. Exactly. New friend uh, NRL. Want to sell them well, on a I mean, team? Obviously, you should not sell, support Penrith because, like, you, everyone will just call you a bandwagon if you guys start. And, you, and you're Penrith racist as well. That's the thing. Um. The okay, racism, let's go, the like, the racism. It, rugby league is different to other sports, right? Like, so when I talk to people about NFL and stuff, I usually tell them to support like Seattle or San Francisco or so on because it's actually just much more convenient for your life to support a team on the West Coast of America. Like, if you and I had our time again, we'd probably pick mm-hmm. West Coast teams just so we didn't have to get up at fucking 4 a.m. to watch our teams play. But rugby league is different. You should just support where you live, really. Um, so if you move to Sydney and you move to like Newtown, should probably just like support Souths. Mm-hmm. And if you move to Brisbane, you should just go for the Broncos. And Newcastle, you should just go for the Knights. Like it's it's not brain surgery, really. Um, if you most people move to Sydney, right? And they move to the that inner west sort of pocket where the majority would be South fans. So I you would just tell them to pick Souths or maybe the Roosters. Um it would be weird to just move to Marrickville and be like, I'm a I'm a Parramatta fan. Like, it'd just be weird. The so three NFL teams I used to suggest, and I suggest none anymore. Hmm. But if people can find their own team, but I used to suggest the Chiefs, the Bucks, because the Bucks, and this is before Brady's days. I used to, the Bucks have a pirate ship in their stadium. That's awesome. And the Raiders, because hip hop and time zone. Anyway, the Chiefs have Mahomes. You can't do that. The Bucks have Brady. You can't do that. And the Vegas, the Raiders are in Vegas. Have enough fans. Don't do that. You know, whatever. 
just as you said, overseas, just watch it, pick a team you like, or pick one, as you said, time zone is the best one if you're watching American sport. But West Coast side pretty much do that. But in Australia, I'm not going to suggest teams to anyone. That's outside of what you just said. Like I it always blows my mind when, for example, the Camptons. There's four mm. different teams in that household. That threw me. The the dad and the three brothers. All have their own footy teams. teams. But There's the a, mum. The dad's a Parramatta fan. The, the best part is that the mum supports Canberra because she knows that her most emotionally fragile son supports the Raiders. Yeah, <laughs> so, so she can handle her other children being sad, but not him. And then he tries to say he's not the favourite, but the uh, other two, <laughs> really the Bulldogs fan and the Panthers fan. So uh, that's, a, that's a lot where he's like, for me, I just, I know I didn't have any brothers. I have my sister, but it was like, I was a Broncos fan. My dad was mm. one. It wasn't, I'm from Brisbane. I had no choice, you know, there was no choice. And then when I came to Sydney, it was weird that like, you know, I went to school in the North Shore. It was weird. Everyone picked the team. It's like, what do you mean you have, that's not like, how can you support a team from, you know, Penrith? You're from here. You know, like, they yeah. weren't, like my, you know, a lot of them are Manly fans, but overall it wasn't. It wasn't all manly. That's what I'd say, mate. What if you want? If I want someone to get an NRL, it's like I want you to go into the games. Be someone around the area that you're at. That's it. I won't try to sway you on any team. Broncos that need more fans. You know, no, so. no, no, they don't. Although, if you were going to go for the Tigers, I'd suggest don't. don't do that. <laughs> that's, just that's go to South. Just go to South. Yeah, yeah. Um, next question that hopefully won't break melt my brain. Rough belly again. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, no, I don't know how to go with that one. Simo, what is the starting 13 of the most football manager regen names? Oh, that's you put me on the spot there. That's that's too uh-huh. hard. I like we we can answer that, but we might Matt Croak is one of them, that's for damn sure. Oh, yeah, Matt Croak is a great one. Hey, that's, um, that is a generic name as they come. Yeah. Charlie Staines is oh god, Charlie Staines and Dylan Edwards, they're definitely in football managers. They've definitely come out when they reject because they're brutish names as well. Charlie Staines, uh, Dylan Edwards. There's not really any South American names in the NRL because obviously half the regions are South Americans. Or the, Marcelo or Montoya. That's one. He'd be yeah. a left back. Yeah, 100%. Be, yeah. Terrible winger in the NRL, but mate, in football, he'd be a great one. Uh, who else would be in there? I don't know. Sam Walker's definitely one. Mm. Uh, Nat Butcher could be one as well. So could Egan. Anyway, lock, oh, lock, the croakers are both in there. Croker is the name of football manager. Anyway, that's we can't do that. Next question, Ben Wallace. Urban Meyer NFL reportedly didn't know who 99 on the Rams was. <laughs> I mean, Urban Meyer also said racist stuff. That was great. Like, not great, but so, like, he said to his quarterback to, to simplify it for their southern black wide receiver because they don't get that over there, you know, like down there. Genius. Which general personality do you think could talk his way into a job without knowing who star players are on opposite teams? I mean, Nathan Brown's done it several times. Yeah, I mean, okay, Andrew Johns could walk into a but head also coaching Gus, if you want to Gus, and Gus or Joey could 100 do it. If they, yeah, want. they could walk into a head coaching job like in many locations. Those guys, just whatever. I mean, Joey thinks he's the first person to spot Jonathan Thurston because he didn't know. Like, he just ignores everyone else talking about him. You know that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, whatever. Next question. Uh, Snyder Pilt scores. What is the best one on watch of all time? Why is it Hodgson's try saver on Cody Walker it's in the 2009 final? Sir, it is not. You forget yourself. And Mitchell, you won't like the answer to this one. But the answer is, is Tony Grimaldi stripping Carmichael Hunt one on one in the game where the bomb went off 
in uh, at ANZ Stadium in 2005 and scoring that try. Why is that the best one? Because it was fucking hilarious. Carmel Hunt, the hottest young town in the game, got his lunch mm. stolen by old Tony workhorse Tony. That would be the equivalent of like Mark Nichols doing it to Reese Walsh. Yeah. Think objectively, remove your Broncos bias. How funny would it be if Mark Nichols pulled a one-on-one strip on Reese Walsh and ran 40 meters to score a try? Look, I understand that, but it's more um, the, <laughs> but the it prelim was the Broncos, final. So... No, prelim oh, okay. finals what is the fact that. Yeah, but it's not even the most memorable moment of that game. Not even it's close. Not. Nah, my answer's better. Yeah, but uh, Hodgson was one of the kings of the one-on-one strip. Anyway, Rob W44, two more questions. Should this year's Spoon team cop the buy for Magic Round next year? Uh, That's a good question. Nah, uh, he misses out. Dude. Okay, so let's... I don't know. Let's, I mean, I people would say the Warriors, but the Warriors would definitely have more fans in Queensland than a lot of the other teams. Um, so probably not them. Um, I don't yeah, know. maybe someone offers. I don't know. Like, it's not going to be... Obviously, it's not going to be any of the Queensland teams. It, it's probably not going to be like Newcastle or Canberra. The teams are decent fan bases in other cities. Um, people travel as well to watch those teams. Um, mm. Storm as well have a lot of fans up there. I don't there. know. I, I honestly it, it, I, I, think it, teams, I, think it, mate. I think it has to be a Sydney club, right? But yeah. which one, I don't know. It's probably the Sharks or Manly, to be honest. Sounds good. Sharks, fuck it in. No, no. Send it right the, there, no. write it up. No, no. <laughs> Last question. Rough belly. Will you break my brain again? Could we have come up with a better name for Magic Round? Festival of Footy could have worked or named after the best try of the, of the round the year previous. How What's can you name it after the best round? try of the round? The, you mean best try of, of the best try of the previous Magic Round? Correct. Mosley Oda Round sounds much better. I mean, that well, is Magic funny. Round, they stole them. That's because the English called that. It's also a good name. Stop it. We have to it just is. ruin everything. Yeah, it's a fine name. Magic Round's good. Uh, Festival of Footy, whatever. That's, that's also generic. Magic Round's fine. Mm. Okay, that's the questions. We did it. Fantastic. Yeah, we did. Well done, us. Um, all right, that's it for another week. Um, big week this week. A lot of, lot of decent games on. Yeah, it is good games on. And, week uh, two. So- Socceroos. Socceroos play Thursday night. So then we get to rely on. Oh, we did get asked by George Clark. What's the equivalent of of a thirty-seven year old Alex Wilkinson getting called? Yes, up? and I said Darren Smith coming from the Super League at thirty-five to play in the Ashes yeah. Test in two thousand and three. Yep. Like recalling Quade Cooper, but it worked from like reserve mm-hmm. grade. That was great. But, I think the Darren uh, Smith one worked too, right? They won that game. Yeah, but it's also like, but it, he did played he, in a role like, after, for Christ's sake. He, he was thirty-five, and he played for the Broncos after that. But he went and played like in the forwards. He was the center, so at that yeah. point, whatever. It just, it, that was it was a good one, considering the players that missed out. But yeah, yeah it should be one. good. It's kind of annoying. Soccer, so let us disappoint us all again. It's just strange, right? Because like I still care about Socceroos immensely, but mm. a lot of people who I would consider like football fans didn't even know this game was on, much less like going. Like mm. these big World Cup qualifiers would be like pretty prominent big ticket items a couple of cycles ago, dude. But like, it would be mar- how bad's the marketing though, mate? I, I don't know. I don't think any, did you like you knew it was on, but like the average person doesn't know yeah. that much about sport. Probably wouldn't. Like, yeah, I, I don't know what songs with football spoken around us enough. That's it. Like, if you know, if I change my French script slightly, I wouldn't know it's on. Yeah, and it's like, how can I be on sports Twitter? And knowing all the big games are happening, but not that. Yeah. How can I can't tell you the results of March Madness today? I don't watch a second of it. But I can't yeah, tell you the schedule. Very strange, Mitchell. Very strange. But uh, anyway, that's 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 not for us to worry about. Um, okay, yeah, we've done it. 
Come to the end of another episode of Boom Rookies. Uh, if you want to support us, patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies. Need to change that to Boom Rookies at some point, but that point will not be today. Say goodbye, Mitchell. It's goodbye, Mitchell. That's goodbye from me. <laughs>